Hello. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. Um, I was just having a little bit of a problem with the Wi-Fi because I forgot to turn it off and then it just like decided to quit out of the recording. So. Oh, no, no. I forgot to turn off my Wi-Fi, so I had to quit out of the recording to turn off mine and then re- <laughs> Look you. at so us that was go. My bad. We were doing the same thing at the same time. <laughs> we're just on the same wavelength. The miles, the ocean, it can't stop us. We're the same person. Honestly. <laughs> um... Okay, so I was looking over my notes to try to figure out how to pronounce things today, so hopefully I don't butcher everything. Um, (laughs) I think I still might, so, you know, warning, I'm sorry, I don't know how to speak Spanish, unfortunately. Mm. (laughs) That would would be a problem with pronunciation, a little bit. (laughs) Just a little, just a little. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, excuse my butchered pronunciation and my very American accent. Um... But yeah, I'm excited for this episode. Um, I'm Sonia. I'm Maddie. And welcome to Grimm. Woo! Um, okay, so I think this is going to be like a quick little episode, quick little overview of some, some stuff going on. Um, yeah, so, uh, this week I thought we could go to visit the, uh, Cortijo Jurada, or Casa Encantada, which is this abandoned mansion in Spain, mm. if you couldn't tell by the Spanish that mm-hmm. I'm butchering as we speak. I don't think I've ever heard of it. Yeah, it's supposed to be, like, pretty haunted, I think, but yeah, I was trying to go for, like, some of, like, the more subtle places, mm. you know, like, the ones that are on, like, the second or third page of Google. <laughs> so I really did some deep dive in here. Love that. It was good. I think for this one, I know for one of the ones that we did before, I was on, like, the 19th or something page. Oh, my this God. This wasn't as deep. This is just, like, the fourth or fifth to do some research. I honestly yeah. don't think I've ever gone past the, like, third page. <laughs> this is a completely new experience for me. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's just because of Grimm that I've, like, gone into the more deep pages of Google. Yeah, you really yeah. dove in there. Love it. All right. Love the commitment. <laughs> I'm really just here for it. <laughs> so this mansion was built in the late 19th century or like early 20th century. So it's not, I guess it's pretty old. It's not like super, super old, but it's pretty old. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is located on the outskirts of Malagda in this district called Campanillas. Um... And they actually, fun fact, they used the mansion as, like, the set for, like, a mystery and, like, paranormal show in Spain. Actually, a couple of them, I think. Um, One of the shows is called Cuarto Milenio, which was directed by Iker Jimenez. And he was quoted by saying, quote, The legend is sometimes the only symbolic way to tell a truth that is transmitted in time, end quote. Wow. I just thought that was really lovely. That is a nice quote. I do, like... I really like the legends. I mm-hmm. feel like you gotta have a good legend to like have some character to the place, you know? Yeah. It just really adds something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, this mansion is a what is like known as a calendar house. Um, and if you don't know what that is, like me, who is not an architecture <laughs> student, um, it is basically when you build the house, you add different symbolic elements that represent the number of days, weeks, months, or, like, years 
um, or like the days in a week or something like that inside the house. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I am not going to lie. I kind of want that in my house. Yeah, that's like fun. It would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the style is particularly popular or was particularly popular in the Elizabethan era, but was also very prevalent in the Victorian era. Um, so yeah, it was like a pretty common thing to do, and I don't know why we don't do it more nowadays. It sounds really like a fun time. Yeah. Um, so the Cortijo Horada is built with 365 windows, which is, you know, if you know anything about <laughs> years, <laughs> the number of days in a year. Um, that was very obvious. Um, yeah, so that was the calendar element there. Um, but it is also described as having these, like, quote-unquote, eclectic construction techniques, I guess. So you can also see in the house there are these, like, deep basements and rumors of these, like, tunnels under the house that reportedly connect to nearby mansions and there's this oh. like, a labyrinth kind of thing where they're, like, twisty and turny and stuff. That would be kind of fun if you had, like, if your neighbor was your friend, you know, and then you could just go down the tunnel to their to your friend's mansion. <laughs> oh my God. Actually, I'd really vibe with that. I think we need to have mansions next to each other so we can have an underground labyrinth. I think so too. I think that'd, that'd be, be a good fun. time. Yeah, I'm here for it. <laughs> right, now we just gotta. Now we just gotta get the money to get a mansion. <laughs> <laughs> Step that is one. The only problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so this house was built, like I said, late 19th, early 20th century, by the Heredia family, which was one of the wealthiest and most influential families at the time and they came to Malagda from La Rioja um, we don't really know when exactly the construction started because it was quite a bit of time ago so a lot of the documents have been lost unfortunately but according to the legends it was built between 1830 and 1840 right. um, and basically as soon as it was built there were all of these rumors that began to circulate about sadistic things that happened inside the house. Uh-oh. Um, but at the time, it was just like, I don't know why the rumors started. They just did. Like, And this is, like, so bad. But I know that, like, rumors have to come from someplace. Like, it yeah. can't just be, like, nothing happened and someone just started a rumor. Like, I feel like that's not how rumors work. So Yeah, there's usually at least something that sparks them. Yeah, and, like, it might just be a little thing and then it, like, grows, you know? But, like, mm-hmm. something must have happened to be, like, to have some people be, like, oh, there are, like, sadistic things that happen inside the house. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was really bad. There were a bunch of conspiracy theories and, like, all of these stories about people disappearing, like, rape and murder that yes. happened in the house. And they've basically spread throughout the entire region. And it basically caused people to be, like, oh, like, the house is like a really bad or like evil reputation you know like mm-hmm. the house thought of as like strange really eerie um yeah so it was like it was like that one place that like you wouldn't go to yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> understandable right mm-hmm. um but there were also the rumors like the rumor has it that the bodies of their young victims were actually buried within the property and that their spirits still move around at night throughout the chambers that well that's definitely spooky i don't want to use those underground tunnels anymore then 
Um, so pro tip, when you make your underground tunnels to connect your mansion to your friend's mansion, don't kill anyone. Yeah, don't put tunnels. any, don't bury bodies on your property. Yeah. <laughs> just make it clean. Yeah. Just cleanse it. Use crystals. <laughs> absorb the negative energy. Yeah. Don't be a bad person. <laughs> um, yeah. So there are all of these stories that like, people have reported hearing um people like sobbing or like moaning and they hear these like sounds echoing throughout the remains of the mansion um so yeah that's where it kind of got its reputation from um and then in 1925 the mansion changed ownership but it really hasn't ever been able to like shake the reputation that it's haunted mostly because i feel like if a place is haunted it just doesn't go away if yeah. someone else buys it <laughs> they don't just move out with the previous owners <laughs> I feel yeah I mean that's not like tied to the previous owners or whatever like is not a thing where like the ghost could be tied to a person yeah or like a piece of furniture or something yeah. maybe because I know that like with Ouija boards or whatever one of the very common things is like be sure to cleanse yourself after you use a Ouija mm-hmm. board because it, like a spirit can tie itself to you mm-hmm but more often than not, I feel like whatever we talk about, it's like the spirit is connected to the house in some way. So yeah, just don't. <laughs> you should know that most spirits won't just disappear if you buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and to this day, there are still like these strange occurrences that get reported by people who visit. Um. So like I said, in 1925, they it was sold. So they basically were under this family was under like a lot of economic pressure. So they sold the, the house to the Larios family. And this family did maintain, like, a, they maintained, like, a good professional and personal relationship um, with the previous owners because they were both from the same region of Larrio before. Um, and they were both, you know, like, this is a time for, like, familial growth and, like, economic growth and whatever. So they were both trying to make their way and make their fortune. So they maintained a good friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't like anything parted badly I guess like there was an en- bad energy from that mm-hmm. um, but yeah but then after the Larios family the uh, Casada family had the property and then in 1952 this doctor from Valladolid I'm sorry um, <laughs> pronunciation uh, bought the property and then he actually never ended up living there I think he just like bought the property oh just just to have <laughs> just you know in case you wanted a quick little haunted vacation house or something yeah like that guy from was it last week who had seven houses yeah he yeah. just yeah wanted the house <laughs> for fun collect them all <laughs> yeah but then um he didn't end up selling for some reason he had this house for like a while though because he bought it in 1952 and then sold it in 1975 so i don't know who was living there for those like 20-ish years that he wasn't but yeah that's that's a pretty good amount of time right yeah um but in 1975 the vega jurado family bought the house and that is where the name cortijo jurada comes from because it was the vega jurado family Mm. um yeah it makes sense (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so during the civil war in the late uh, 1930s-ish, I think, was when the civil war happened, yes? I think so. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. Yeah, because if the Great Depression was 29, yeah, 1930s-ish, um, the house had, was kind of, like, not really, con- like, it had, like, a hospital and a prison in the basement. They, like, 
did that to the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you can imagine, it was during the war. It was a hospital and a prison. A lot of people died. Uh-oh. It's not gonna... So, that's not gonna help the <laughs> haunting yeah, rumors. So this house really went from, like, rumors of satanic rituals and, like, killing people buried in, and burying them on the property to <laughs> having people die mm-hmm. there from injuries and from being in prison and stuff. So, yeah. Not very good. No. <laughs> um, uh, today, the entire house and the property and everything is actually estimated to be worth 1.4 million euros wow but it is what they call stuck in limbo and is also the subject of various lawsuits oh so i just feel like this house is very unlucky in the first place (laughs) yeah what lawsuits are there (laughs) okay so in 2000 this company bought it and intended to turn it into a four-star luxury hotel but when they were going to start building and, like, renovating and everything, there were a whole bunch of clerical errors, like, incomplete permits and, like, also rumors of bribery and theft. And oh. they couldn't do anything. So the house was neglected and there was no progress. And then they never finished the renovations and stuff, which also probably added to the haunted legends because it's, like, there nothing has been restored since the 1900s. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, looks like, it looks like it's haunted. So there were all these things that happened with, like, like clerical stuff. Which, again, I feel like it's just so unlucky. Yeah. Yeah. But they did intend to start building, so they brought people on site, and they started doing some work. But, like, it's haunted, you know? That, so there like... were all of these stories about workers, like, hearing noises, mm. and there were stories about them just, like, falling into these deep holes in the <gasps> ground that they didn't see until, like, they were in the hole. Oh my god, did they, were they okay? I mean, I guess, I don't, like, I didn't hear anything else about that, but I think because they were just working on this property, and it's also probably because, like, there were tunnels underneath the property, right? Like, oh, yeah. it's been years, that probably is, like, rotted away. Mm-hmm. That's what I I think it is, that is my theory as to what's happening. Yeah, that, um, that, that makes sense. Yeah. But really, the only people who visited were these ghost hunters and thrill seekers who were searching for paranormal activity. Um, yeah. So that was like a brief history of the house and what all happened and what all prevented it from being restored. But um, you might be asking yourself, what are the actual legends? Because I didn't really talk about them, did I? <laughs> um, I actually wrote that in my notes. That was <laughs> a line that I've written in my notes. I love that. Past me was like, you need to really just have a good transition. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> okay, so most of the legends began after the patriarch of the Heredia family died. And when the next patriarch inherited the property, that's when all of these young girls began disappearing in the house and in the surrounding property. That is not a good sign. <laughs> no, it is not. Um, so this is between 1890 and like 1920-ish um, and this is where the rumor started that they died after being in satanic rituals inside the house okay um, some of their bodies were later found on the bank of the Campania's river which is actually not too far from the house and like they kind of made the connection between like these girls, the house and the river like where their bodies were found and like it also tied into all of these rumors Mm-hmm. Um, 
And the reason I thought it was like mostly satanic rituals was because the Haredia family had ties to France and England. And at the time, they were very like amicable between all of these places. Okay. Yeah. So um, the rituals were said to involve rape, torture, and murder, which I feel is pretty standard for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Good overview of topics we covered. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, some of them were found by the river, but also there were some girls who weren't found, and some of those bodies are said to be still buried within the property and on the grounds of the property. Mm. Um, people thought that they were taking these girls through these secret tunnels under the farmhouse where they had hidden torture machines <gasps> that they'd gotten from the use in the Inquisition. Oh my god, the tunnels are sounding less and less fun, and I'm really upset about it, because it was such a fun idea, and they had to go and ruin it like this. I think we need to make tunnels fun again. Honestly. I think that's our goal for when we win the lottery. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. um, so, if you also did not have a great history of the Inquisition, like I did not, because I don't really remember history class that well. I'm not oh, really yeah. Lying literally nothing um, retained from yeah. any history class <laughs> I'm a STEM major, I don't know history <laughs> um, but the Inquisition was this like group within the Catholic Church who wanted to stop heresy or like people who didn't believe in Christianity, they were like this is the only thing that you can believe in mm-hmm. so they would basically torture people into confessing that they were heretics um, and it started in 12th century France, so if they had ties to France and everything like that, they could have had access to said torture devices, which is what which would explain the satanic rituals. Mm. Um, and I don't know about you, but like I never think that torture works. Like I don't know why it's still a practice. I feel like yeah. people end up confessing just to stop the pain. Yeah, it's like yeah, forced confessions. It's not usually reliable. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I feel like I too would be like. If they accused me of something and tortured me for it, I'd be like, yeah, whatever, I did it, even if I was completely innocent. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like it works that well. Anyway. <laughs> in 1942, a man called Manuel Martin was working on the property, and he ended up going into the tunnels under the house. I think it was because of a dare or something. Because, like, why else would you <laughs> Yeah, just go into the Venture down there. <laughs> just for fun. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, like, it had to have been a dare, you know? Because, like, there were all these legends around the house that could... Unless he was, like, a ghost... I don't know. I, I feel like it was a dare. But, like, alone, um, yeah. I feel like if right? it was yeah. ghost hunting kind of thing, you'd go with someone. Yeah. Like, or I would just, never like, go into adventure. a haunted house alone. Yeah. It would be yeah. scary. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he went into the tunnels, whatever, and then he got back and he told the people there that he found a room with these torture machines and scattered bones on the ground. Oh. And that he didn't see any more because he panicked and, like, ran away as fast as possible. Yeah, as I would um, as well. <laughs> but see, that's not the part that gets me. The part that gets me is that he said that something in the room scared him so badly that he had never felt panic like that before or after being in the room. Like, it was that moment, being in the room. Like, there oh was something God. there that scared him. And he couldn't remember it. Like, he didn't talk about it. But he oh. was just like, something was there. And like, that really gets me. Like a being? I think it was like an energy. Okay. Because he, like, went into the room. And, like, 
like I get it like you're scared and there's a gentle and whatever and like if you see torture machines and bones and like that's mm-hmm. scary mm-hmm. but the fact that he was like I've never felt panic like that before or after being in the room mm-hmm. I feel like that's bad energy yeah for sure and um, he's maintained this same story about finding the room over the years so it's like not like like nothing has changed in the story there are no details or anything that have changed mm-hmm. which makes me believe that it is what actually happened yeah um, yeah at the time though no one actually believed him they thought that he was just some kid who had been influenced by the legends. Mm. So, like, I feel like that's always how it is with these ghost stories. Is that like, yeah, people are like, oh, like you're not telling the truth or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, it is a fact that the building has passageways that connect to like a neighboring house, which is currently a golf club. Oh, for some reason, <laughs> golf. <laughs> um, yeah. So that is a fact that it is connected to this golf club, but it is also a fact that when paranormal investigators come to the house, a lot of the time they leave with, like, recordings that you can clearly hear voices on. Wow. That's wild, because usually it's, like, muffled at best. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, like, even if you're skeptical, I feel like listening back to a recording and hearing a voice, mm-hmm. like, I feel like that's, like, pretty pretty definitive yeah of something Mm -hmm. um there were also reports of strange noises lights in rooms that appear and disappear objects moving for no reason um without someone moving them or anything and also like the shadows of mysterious figures walking around so pretty standard haunting stuff that have been reported yeah um (laughs) the use (laughs) the use we're used to it um and then there have been reports of a figure materializing on the courtyard which is it does make sense because according to the records and the legends there should be bodies buried in the courtyard so Mm. if there's like a figure materializing on the courtyard it kind of tracks yeah it makes sense um oh this is fun there is this group of teenagers who visited the mansion probably on a you know thrill session yeah. And um, they decided to do a Ouija board session. Um, disclaimer, don't do yeah, it. Yeah, don't. Please don't. <laughs> don't do it. Um, yeah, but they did. And they contacted a 12-year-old girl called Elena. And Elena said that she was kidnapped and murdered in the house. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, they then asked her if she was alone there. And she said, not alone girls patio and the number four. Oh my god so there's Where's four this? girls buried under the patio i'm assuming i guess i think that's what it means because when they left like obviously they were really freaked out by this they left mm-hmm. and they noticed a light pointing to a spot on the patio oh my god but like again these are just like four like like a group of teenagers yeah like no one's gonna take them seriously so i don't know if anything came out of this or anything but like it does sound like there are four other girls there. I was gonna say that'd be interesting to see if they could like look under the patio and see if that's real because that would be really good evidence of right. That would ghosts. be yeah because that's because like more how than would just a group a of girls like or how do a group of teenagers know about like four girls buried under the patio unless someone told yeah because you have to know location and number yeah like that's yeah would be good um so yeah i don't know if anything came of that i will do some more research and see if anything has happened and keep Hmm. you updated if it has 
But yeah. Um, okay, in 2000, George Rivera tried to film a movie on the premises. Um, I think it was supposed to be about Lovecraft, maybe. Which does track refusing a haunted house. Mm-hmm. But um, like I said, he was trying to film, and there were just a ton of accidents that kept on happening that made it impossible for them to finish filming. That must like, be so annoying, though. Like, <laughs> you're just trying to film, and the ghosts are like, <laughs> not no. today. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there were like fires that just spontaneously started. Oh my god. Um, and one of the actors even fell through an elevator shaft, <gasps> and. When he was discharged from the hospital, he was just, he disappeared. Like, nobody's heard from him since. He's just gone. Oh my god, what? What? That is insane. I don't know. Like, I don't know if this is just him being like, I'm sick of the acting world. Like, this, I can't believe this happened to me and he left. But, like, it's weird that he's just gone now. Yeah, especially after being, like, somewhat of a public figure being an actor. You know, like, wow. Oh my god. Yeah, and other, other than that, like, standard ghost stuff, the equipment would stop working, like, the batteries would just die, and then there were problems with film storage, and, like, the hard drives kept on getting damaged or deleting clips and stuff, so just generally very spooky occurrences were happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, those were the main hauntings that I did find. Um, the last thing I want to mention is that I believe it was open before, but it is currently closed as it is undergoing development and maintenance and stuff. So you can't visit right now. Also because of the pandemic that is happening. (laughs) But it's Um, usually open to the public? But I believe it was open to the public. Oh, okay. So, you know, when it opens up again, if you're ever in Spain. Quick trip um, over? (laughs) Quick trip over. Yeah. Yeah, so that is all I have for you this week. Just kind of like a quick, more lighthearted story than last week. Yeah, like, that was um, very interesting. We needed that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, um, it was fun researching, so I hope you enjoyed. Yeah, I did like it. Um, would you like to change the topic real quick? Um, well, WandaVision has inspired me to do a Marvel um, little marathon. So uh, this weekend, a couple of my friends and I, we started it. We got, I think, four movies in. We did first Captain America, um, Captain Marvel, and then the first two Iron Men. Iron Men? Is that the plural? Iron Men? Iron Iron (laughs) Mans? I don't know. But yeah, those ones. Captain Marvel is such a good movie. It is good, but unpopular opinion, I don't love her as a character outside of her own movie. <laughs> like, fair, I like fair her enough. in her movie. I just think she's a little mm, pretentious, if you will, in Endgame. Yeah. I feel like I didn't love the that. Yeah. big problem with her is that she was introduced so late into the MCU yeah. because the guy was really sexist. Yeah. And he should have introduced her sooner and I feel like that would have made her more of a vital character. Yeah, I think that would have definitely helped. Yeah. Sadly, I don't love her character. Don't attack Blame me about man. it. Blame the <laughs> man for it, man. honestly. Yes. That's just... It's how it be. It, it do be like that. But yeah, it's... I... It's... Um, I don't know how to do... It's... If you haven't watched Endgame, it's... I don't know how what I'm trying to say. If you have watched Endgame and you go back and watch it, it's 
you can see all the lines that are like important and heartbreaking in a new way it's mm-hmm. very fun mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah pain pain it's good oh yeah i don't know why i love this um movie universe so much it just breaks my heart every single movie something hurts you and yet you keep coming back for more and oh my god if you haven't seen endgame little spoiler i'm not gonna spoil a lot but i'm just gonna mention a character um watching the first captain america made me very angry about what happened to captain america in endgame because it is not logical at all don't even get me started don't even get me started i won't go into the inconsistencies because i don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it which if you haven't seen it's been like out for a while you gotta see it what are you doing (laughs) man what are you doing but oh my god it makes me Um, so angry yeah i choose to believe that that scene did not exist and he just died Mm -hmm. because that makes a lot more sense Like, I feel bad saying it because he was my favorite character, but, like, if he died, it would have been more closure and a better end for his character than Yeah, like, I get it was, like, the whole, like, you can't take away from the other deaths and whatever, but, like, come on. Like, you just ruined his character. Yeah, they really just, it was very obvious that Chris Evans was just, like, not coming back for another movie, so they had to find a quick way to get rid of him. I think they should have just killed him. They should have just killed him off. They really should have. Yeah. It is a hill that I will die on because yeah. <laughs> I'm angered about it. Me as well. But yeah. that is that is all with me. What about you? Sounds good. Um, I was supposed to do work today and then <laughs> I didn't and I read a book instead. Um, oh, yeah. So this this weekend has not been productive for me either. Don't worry. <laughs> I've had so much work to do and I just haven't done any of it. Like, uh-uh. it's, it's so bad. Um, Are you yeah, hearing? I read... Um, what? Sorry, I was about to say, are you nearing like the midpoint in your semester now? Yeah, it's like okay. all the deadlines are happening. Mm-hmm. So they just really throw work at us. Yeah. yeah for sure. Expect us to deal with it. <laughs> I don't know what it is about this semester, but my courses just seem like less planned out. Oh, really? Which is disgusting. Like they had so much more time to prepare and yeah. last semester was just so much better. Huh. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah. last semester was better for me too, but... Oh, well. Really frustrating. But what book did you read? Oh, I read um, another book by V.E. Schwab called, uh, it's her debut book, um, called The Mirror Witch. It was really good. And then I started reading My Sister, The Serial Killer, which is also really good. And I have this one, like, as a physical copy of a book because I was at a bookstore with my friend um, some time ago, and I was like, I want to buy a book. And then she was like, this one's really good. And I was like, cool, I'll buy it. And then it was two for three. So I just mm. bought another book that she recommended because she was like, these two are good. And I was like, cool, I'll nice. buy it. Let's go. <laughs> um, so yeah, I had no idea really what it was about besides someone having a sister who is a serial killer. But it's really <laughs> good so far. I would recommend. Oh, okay. To check it out. I thought it was very on brand for us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that is it for me. All um, right. I'll so. go into my little spiel then. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Grim Podcast. Uh, follow us, like our photos, DM us, and on our profile there's a button to email us. You can email us at thegrimpodcast at gmail.com. Um, send us like what you thought about episodes we've done, what episodes you want to see us do, stories you have of your own, anything really. We're open to communication (laughs) (laughs) that we are yes (laughs) um we also have a facebook grim podcast and a um twitter i always forget the name twitter i don't know why but um because we don't know how to use things that are like instagram (laughs) yeah we're 
uh, social media not good. I don't. Yeah, I'm also not good at words, apparently. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, our Twitter is podcastgram, and other than that, just tell your friends and family about us and leave us a good review. Yeah, and we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, stay safe, stay healthy. Mm-hmm.